previously on Live at 605. They done did it again to me with these shreddies. They done did it again to me. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol Baskins at Big Cat Rescue. Hello, you. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, this is season 19, episode 5 of Live at 605, and we are once again coming to you from the dungeon (gasps) of 605 Studios, and we are in week 4, going on week 5 of the global pandemic. Mm -hmm. Still isolating, still socially distancing. Yeah. But still... Still managing to do some stuff to keep things fun. Because good lord. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So this is actually, what's today? Today's Sunday, April 12th, and we're putting this out tomorrow, Monday, April 13th. So we've Mm -hmm. actually caught up where we've been recording these and then waiting to put them out. So this Mm -hmm. is like up to date. I mean, everything... Exactly almost a month since the world went to shit. Oh, that's right. It's basically been a full month, right? Mm -hmm. Which is kind of crazy. So... This week, we're going to do a bit of what we did last week. We'll kind of talk about what's happening in the world, how it's affecting us, and what we're doing to beat it, to mm-hmm. not beat it, or whatever. And then we just got some stories. We still have some unfinished business from Christmas time we got to talk about. Mm-hmm. I have like 10 different walking stories that I've been wanting to talk about. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we got some notes. So why don't you give everyone your contact information? <laughs> So I usually say if you want to check out some of the cool shit we've been up to, uh, it's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, You can also now find me on House Party. House Party? (laughs) If you want to come and chat with us ever, uh, feel free to jump in. Um, Typically right now, it's what I call COVID challenges and like living a life of domesticity. Is right. That right, I think so. Um, but yeah, still trying to do some cool shit on Instagram. Yeah, you still got some cool shit on totally. there. I mean, we made for Easter Friday. What, what's Friday for Easter called? Passover. Good Friday. Good Friday. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Passover. I don't know. Not when you get pancakes. Ooh. Well, we had close. What did we have for Good Friday dinner? <laughs> what are you supposed to have, and then what did we have? I think on Friday you're supposed to have fish. Um, or fish-like things. Okay. Um, although we have some friends who are way more like knowing about Catholicism and things, What's and they now? had turkey, so right. we had chicken and waffles. <laughs> <laughs> the side of corn on the cob. Yeah. We kept it extra southern. <laughs> it was delicious though, because yeah. I love breakfast for dinner. You're not a breakfast for dinner kind of person, though, right? No. So that's where the chicken comes in handy. Totes. But oftentimes when you're not around, if you're gone for whatever reason, I will, and I'm by myself for three or four days, one day will be steak, one day will be takeout, one day will be French toast. Because I just love breakfast for dinner. And a good question for me is what if you were only gone... You're thinking about your Hold on, no. If you were only gone for one day and I had to choose between takeout, steak, or French toast, which of those three do you think I would choose? Takeout. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was easy. Obviously. Do you think I not don't know you? Oh, boy. <laughs> What's your contact? Well, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Lots of quality. I just posted finally today, if you go to my mm-hmm. Instagram, and maybe it'll be on your Instagram, mm-hmm. it'll be on the Live at 605 Instagram, which is just Live at 605. Mm-hmm. I posted our adventures at Pursuit OCR, Ooh. which we'll talk about this week, which is like an adult obstacle course mm-hmm. slash we CrossFit. We did the season premiere of it today as well with some friends we did a screening i know i think i was talking about this like the last five episodes yeah. I'm like, i want to post this video yeah. and I'm like you can't i know i'm posting it and i'm not getting the recognition i should oh, get for boy. it just as a top instagram in all of canada that's fine mm-hmm. so follow me on twitter and instagram i'll be there i might be posting an instagram story of of, of me in front of our new barbecue or our our, our barbecue, which is... A, Your new barbecue. Our barbecue. <laughs> Down here in the dungeon and you think you're alone? <laughs> That's the only view I have is of our, the top of our barbecue and the squirrels that run over our pergola. <laughs> yeah. Pergola. I don't know what it's called. Catholicism? <laughs> what? Anyways, uh, and then facebook.com slash live at 605. We're posting just quality shit on there each week, so yeah. that's good, but... Uh, yeah, no, go I, for I was going to say, I don't know what's next on your list, but we do have a super fan. Who that? Um, hello, this super fan of the week. Well, 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 
Looks like we got ourselves a live and 605 super fan. That's it on Sean Butty, man. Really? Yeah, because I think he was actually last week's, but we didn't record anything. But oh. do you remember when he was like, oh, I'm listening to live at 605. It's like, you guys are here with me. And then we did the most narcissistic well, thing possible and turned off HomePod to listen to our podcast. I remember him saying he was listening to us. And then I remember you being like, oh, you know what? Let's turn off the these Beatles that I love and let's listen to the episode that he's listening to of us. <laughs> so, yes, we were in the kitchen making dinner, listening to ourselves. Laughing at ourselves, laughing <laughs> yeah. at ourselves. Yeah, it was quality podcast inception. Yeah, well, we got a, a. I know. I think we'll have a new super fan for next week as well. Who? Um, oh. I can't say it now. He's not a super fan. But oh. I dropped his uh, sex gender. I said him. But yes, Sean. Okay. Sean is the super <laughs> fan of the week, <laughs> and I hope he's enjoying this. <laughs> but I was gonna say we had a first for this podcast as well. In a two hundred episodes, this is. Next week will be the first time that previously on is the opening line. <gasps> the previously on next week is going to be your Carol Baskins <laughs> impersonation mixed in with my Joe from you impersonation. Yeah, it's so, so good. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Do you want to... Let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. Don't worry. There will be Tiger King talks this week. Everyone's mm-hmm. already watched it, so there won't be any spoilers. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, let's get into maybe our sponsorships. Yeah. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> So I think we have the same sponsorship, which is kind yeah. of like society, if you want to get into it. Yeah, or? I do. I, I okay. Will, I will get into it. So I do think there comes with like, with being part of a pandemic or in a pandemic rather, and being in self-isolation for the most part, doing our best to, you know, uh, keep our six feet away distance and not like congregate yeah. in public areas and sure. things. You obviously still can get out of the house to do, like, physical activity for a bit, grocery shopping, etc. Yeah. But what eludes me in this pandemic is the certain brand of stupidity mm-hmm. that has seemed to come over certain people in, like, regular... I don't even know, like... It's like street justice or something. Yeah, it's, a, it's like everyone has, like, forgotten how to actually operate in common oh. street settings. Or they just don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. I don't everyone think they do. Everyone has, like, fucking slowed their role to understanding and, like, obeying street signs. So, I think there was, let's give an example. Well, there was two examples in one day, I think. Mm. So, for one example was you and I... To come out of our, our street, we have to make a left turn, but there's no stop sign or stoplight for us. We have to kind of wait till the roads are clear. We can make a, a left turn. Yeah. Now about, you know, what is it? Let's say 30 feet after you make the left turn, there is a stoplight. Yeah. And so we were getting ready to make that left turn, which is a bit tougher because you can't always see what's coming from the right or the left side. So yeah. you have to kind of creep out, out, inch out, inch out. And and there's all, a whole on family. A full family. With uh, a little guy. With a little guy. So it's a mom, a dad. And what, maybe a, a three-year-old? Year old? And was a three-year-old, was, were they holding their hand or was it? In, was he in a crib? I can't remember that part. Uh, probably wasn't in a crib. Or, or a sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever those pushy things are, strollers. The pandemic is crazy out there. <clears throat> Can you not? Jesus. Um, he was walking. He was walking. So these people dart across the street. Like, people can see our car inching out. Yeah. They see us inching out. Left turn indicator is on. We've already made the turn and they decide to... No, not dart. No, not dart. This walk. is the whole point. Yeah. Jaywalk. Jaywalk. Across the street, sauntering, enjoying the sun, doing their own goddamn thing. Yeah, and they and just, they, they don't even acknowledge you like, no, oh, sorry, like give you a nothing. little wave. They just walk like right? they, it's their world, we're just driving. Totally. In so that was incident number one. Incident number two was similar thing down at like Leslie and Lakeshore. Yeah. Um, said person, like, people now are like, you know, they're obviously jogging, they're like yeah. jaywalking everywhere, they're dodging like people as if they're like dodging thotties everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just out here dodging thotties. Yeah. And so this other person, we're trying to turn, they're like, fuck this noise. I'm just going to keep running across the intersection. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we're like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. That was another one. So then it's just crazy to me. No, I was going to say, did we tell anyone? What you saw in the suburbs of Oakville two no. weeks ago, driving on the street. Oh, the geese? Yeah. Oh, Sorry, that just, again. I somebody fucking told them to move. I know. We saw two geese in the suburbs of Oakville, like, two weeks ago. Just Nowhere like, close to the lake. No, there's no like, lake. There's no pond. There's no nothing. nothing. They were just chilling on this on the road as well, being like. No, they're all, like, on somebody's property. As well, if we it saw was them like, twice, though, on the yeah, way back. It was as if they were, like, a domestic cat. 
Yeah, or a feral cat. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, my biggest beef during this pandemic is people like not following instructions and like doing things in a leisurely way. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, I'll give you a pass if you're in like a suburban like cul-de-sac street, like a neighborhood street. But if you're on a main Main intersection with possibly your three-year-old, fucking pay attention to streetlights. You know, COVID gives you no reason to lose your faculties. Yeah, there's just been so many other examples of just people wearing at nighttime, like driving to go wherever. Someone wearing dark clothes and a dark hat, casually walking, jaywalking across the street down a major intersection. And we're like, what are you what, doing? What are you doing? Like, come on. And just people yeah. not waving, saying, I'm sorry or whatever. It's just like, it's super annoying. Ugh, that's our sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Yeah. I was going to say, so one of the things that John and I have kind of spoken about and we teed it off at the beginning of this podcast it's like obviously four weeks in you know certain emotions you go through certain waves of things and like okay so you and i were kind of doing like let's do a playback mm-hmm. week one how did you feel like <clears throat> and you and i have sp- like we spoke about this today like certain emotions that i would have felt you finally were like oh now i know what well, you felt like i'll be honest week one day one kind of sexy what let me explain <laughs> Day one, I'm like, what is this? Okay, I'm working from home. There's something strange and unusual. I'm someone who likes change. I'm okay with it. So I'm like, okay, no. Oh, fucking shit. You Mo- are somebody who does not like change. What are you talking about? You didn't even like when you used to live on like Alexander Street in your bachelor. You said fully you never went anywhere north of Bloor. Before. Yeah, but that's not change. That's just geographical that I don't want to go. Change. You don't want to go anywhere new. No, no, no. Only- Let me put it this way. I've moved buildings for work. Happy to do it. Move. <laughs> but wait a second. That's not you deciding. No, but. That's I'm... your work deciding for you. But I'm happy with the change. <laughs> I'm, my desk is in the basement now. I'm happy to come down here. Your logic I'm... is as foiled as that fucker crossing the street in a day block <laughs> setting. Next. All right. Invalid. Go. Day one. Kind of sexy. <laughs> Let me explain. I like uh, change. <laughs> what did you say? I like change. <laughs> I'm going to strangle you. <laughs> when is this pandemic over? <laughs> I'll work and no play, make Jack go something, something. <laughs> Anyways, my point being was, well, now I can't make this point. Let's just assume I like change sometimes. <laughs> Fine. I don't like it all the time. <laughs> sometimes I like change. And this cha- Out of the two of us, too? <laughs> I like change. No, no, you don't like change. I fucking always like change. I want to do all different things. You like... You don't even like changes by Tupac. I like changes by David Bowie. Ch-ch-changes. Okay, let's just, for the argument fact, we both love change. doesn't matter if one of us believes... Has holes in their story. Got it. Keep going. So about all that change. <laughs> I'm trying to think what my... My point is Gone. Gone. Uh, the idea was it was something different. I like difference. Okay, my point being day one was fine for me. Uh, the first week, day one was fine. And then day two? Which, which yeah, that comes month? after two. <laughs> A few days in, I then felt... Many people do lose their brain cells Clearly, when they go on COVID. <laughs> two does come <clears throat> after one. Keep going. Okay, well, I was trying to... Um, uh, I was trying to make you feel good about a point. Oh. I was trying to relate to you. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> but all that change. Got it. Yes. So my point being was that... Can you not... Okay, that was the last burp. Yeah. I swear because I had two hot chocolates. You had one hot chocolate. I know. That was the last one. <laughs> I think... We, can you tell we have quarantine brain? We do not have anything. You have something. So day one, kind of <laughs> sexy. <laughs> Anyways, let's just say week one, I felt very isolated. Even though we were working together in the same house, Mm -hmm. it felt very odd and strange and sad and peculiar (laughs) and all these things. And I felt like, oh, I realized, not to the same degree, but I now understood. I always felt sad when you were laid off from your previous job. Mm -hmm. And I obviously felt bad and I knew it was hard, but I could empathize Mm -hmm. with it more. And I kind Mm -hmm. of understood more where it's like, I don't have that same routine of going into work, of commuting of seeing people going in the kitchen using the bathroom whatever it is so i was definitely the first week was was really tough how about you (laughs) did you find the first day sexy (laughs) no no (laughs) 
Were you happy with the change? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I think for me, week one was like horrible because um, I just wasn't used to it. I'm like, oh, this will only last like mm-hmm. maybe two weeks max. Right. Right. And then like I think that first weekend we were like, let's paint the bedroom. Let's do all these yeah. things. I'm making cookies. Like we kind of still saw some friends ish. But yeah. we canceled the house party. Yeah, we obviously we canceled the house party. We would see friends mm-hmm. drive to their place and just stand mm-hmm. on their driveway six feet apart. Yeah. So it's stuff but like that. But then week two, yes. I was like, we both of us were so busy. It was almost like, okay, this is okay. Like we kind of just went through it and did our thing. I think humans adapt kind of quickly. I think that's one of our good qualities is you you adapt to things, whether it's positive or negative okay we have one week under our belt we've now adapted to this new nor- temporary normal so we're like okay we don't get up and commute to work anymore but what we do do is we wouldn't start the work day until the work day we would usually get there so it's like okay let's watch a bit more bt in the morning let's go for a walk so i think week two we kind of adjusted mm-hmm then week three... So kind of sexy, though. Oh, it's, none of it is sexy. <laughs> and you fucking don't even wear good pants. <laughs> like, none of it is sexy. I have a sexy. nice top, though. <gasps> My outfit is the mullet of outfits. It's a party on top and business... No, business up top, party at the butt, back. What the is that? Business on top, party in the back. <laughs> I'm starting to sound like Joe Exotic or something like that. <laughs> or no, I sound like his producer. Yeah. The thing about Joe Exotic is he was fucking <laughs> crazy, and I produced... Emmy winning, winning television. <laughs> this is why people need to interact with more people yes, because you start losing your brain cells and going Clearly. insane. Week three, I yeah. would say, um, we were like, okay, this is the new normal, right? Okay, like, so not, not week two was new normal. No, week three. Okay. Week two is just busy. So That's just, sorry, you're right? right. Week two is week busy. Week two is super busy for both of us, so it was kind of like shit. And like. I was in the kitchen that week, so messing that was with the pots also and pans. messing with the pots and pans. So I think it was like week three, we're like, this is the new normal, right. we're fine, we could do this. They started saying things like... Yeah, they were saying things like... Uh, this what? is going to extend to May 4th, you right. know, schools aren't going to be in session. The, we were kind of coming to terms with it, maybe? Kind of coming to terms with it. I'm like, okay, you know what, we've started doing some things, which we'll get into, to help you know, limit the amount of time it feels like we're stuck in a bunker. Sure. And, like, kind of still do certain things that felt normal. Yeah. However, week four... This past week. This past week. Yes. That This shit's rough, man. Went back to, like, week one. This is not like, normal. Not normal. This is not normal. This is not normal. I don't like this. I don't want to mm-hmm. be a part of this. I want it over. I want to go back to just normal life, and I want to go back to how I'm used to working, how I'm used to seeing friends, and this and that, and it's just... I think it was, yeah, it was a tough week for us. It just was not good. It wasn't good. And so um, one of the things, you know, we've tried to do is basically do certain things that kind of felt normal. So, like, maybe these are, like, the tips and tricks of, you know, surviving COVID. Sure. Um, We've kind of spoke about it when I gave up my contact information. You know, there are so many great virtual, like, social um, hang apps so you can talk to friends and whatnot so you know for work i use webex a lot um we've done like zoom meetings with friends um like uh facetime group chats which has been great i did a discord one with like a bunch of bandmates and we obviously did house party yeah um so you know there's there's been no shortage of virtual chats we've done that we've also made a point to go and from a safe distance visit people and we've Mm -hmm. either Ask them, like, oh, are you free? Can we come over to see you? Or we've even surprised a few friends. Yeah. So why don't we talk about our caravan trips? Yeah. Who was the first one that we started with? I think Sean. Sean and then Tesla. And Ferris Ferris, afterwards. Yeah, I think it, it started. I think Sean actually started it. Sean started by yeah. popping over. Well, yeah. And we just hung out in the driveway one day, yeah. which we talked about that in one of the earlier episodes. Yeah. And then from there, we returned the favor and you baked some cookies and stuff. Yeah, I've been trying to do, I think I spoke about it on the last podcast, these like Argentinian cookies. Right. Um, which are delicious. I finally, I'll probably do them again. Sure. Now, because the sausage rolls were a big old fail. <laughs> yeah. So we've done that. We, we visited your brother and, yep. and everyone, and which was great. Which was great. And then from there, yeah. I think we did Sean and Tesla again. Yeah. But then we also went and did a surprise. Surprise back to our old hood. Oh, no. I thought you meant the one like Whitby. Oh my god, no, yeah, that's right. Whitby was first. Whitby was Friday. Yeah. And then the other surprise was Saturday. 
Yeah, we decided uh, you wanted to go surprise Chris and Whitby. Yeah. Who so, was uh, one of the groomsmen in, in our wedding. Yeah, and like one of our really dear friends. So, mm. you know, one I think one of the fun things, especially in this time frame, is, you know, trying to just, one, bring some sort of happiness to other people, including yourself. And it's yeah, of like, course. I think one of the things we still like doing is like saying hi to people. And like, I do think there's something to be said about surprise visits being like a fun moment. Yeah, for sure. So we ended up baking these cookies like after working, literally after work. This was work. a Friday, yeah. This was a Friday. It was thunder showering. I know, it was pissing rain. Pissing rain. We drove all the way to Chris's place in Whitby. Not all the way. It was yeah. like 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, We drove there and then like... You didn't notify him, text him no. or check to see if he was home or yeah, wanted to see yeah. anyone or anything. Becca was working. Yeah. So then we like rang the doorbell and like it was funny because we caught up with Chris and the friends on Wednesday. Yeah. And he literally said he's like, I don't think anyone has ever rang my doorbell in like <laughs> two years. For so, sure. So he's like, this is so funny. So at first he really didn't answer it. He has one of those f- fancy eye ring doorbells. Yeah. So he could see like two shadowy figures standing yeah. in the rain. I'm sure he thought we were like Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> um, coming for him but then uh, he finally reluctantly came to the door yeah um, but it was so nice to like see him and then he's like holy shit it felt like we blew his mind like I think so a little there. bit um, so no it was so nice to catch up with him even though it was like pissing rain I'm sure if it wasn't we would have stayed a bit longer yeah but I think we caught up for like 15 or 20 minutes yeah um, and yeah it, it was just it was nice to see like all like you know it's great that we have like a virtual means to communicate yeah but there's something to be said about seeing friends in person totally um friends and family in for- person so yeah. that was really good yeah you mentioned it but we also did a surprise visit to our old apartment saw a couple of our good friends there which was really nice yeah. so we're like oh can you come down our dear friends matt and mel so we're like oh can you guys come down to the driveway yeah and so they were really like oh my god yeah of course and so it was nice to catch up with them because it yeah. was a sunny day yeah you know i think we stayed there for like 20 minutes third like half an hour or so yep. um but it was the first time we had gone back yeah to that degree since december yeah it's true we right? haven't been there since december which is kind of crazy and you, so, little, you get a little nostalgic for that old area like yeah. especially like you You'd lived there for what eight years or something. Mm-hmm. I was there for about twelve years, and we also just lived, both of us lived in the neighborhood for yeah. a while. Like I lived in the wobbly building, <laughs> right? That's mm-hmm. true. But I think it was like, what is there like a difference? Like that's downtown core. That's right downtown. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was definitely a di- bit of a different vibe. I mean, when we moved out of there, that we had stories of just homeless people being kind of crazy there, and this and that. I think we had mm-hmm. just kind of. Got grown out of that area as much as we loved it and appreciated it and how much great things happened to us living there. I think we're happy to be where we are now, but there's part of me that missed it. And then there was also like a couple of just crazy people on the street mm-hmm. that I'm like, yeah, I'm cool not to be here right now. <laughs> I'm a little bougie now. Yeah, very Bad and bougie. bougie. Um, so from there, then the next day we actually saw Miranda. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We went, we, we popped saw, over there. We popped over there. She's, um, whatchamacallit, we dropped off some stuff for an upcoming life chapter moment for her. For sure. So then, um, yeah, we dropped some stuff off for her, but it was nice to see her play. So, like, that weekend, I think we did, like, four pop-offs. Yeah. And then this past week, we also did two more. This past week. Oh, yeah, we went. I was like, <laughs> who do we see? We actually get, went and visited two of my aunts, which mm-hmm. is great, who don't live too far away from us and live close to each other so Mm -hmm. we decided again on friday you were done with baking yeah i'm like i'm moving back to savory so i decided to make sausage rolls but i failed to read the packaging of pastry that i got and it was actually like puff pastry right um in like those sheets so it almost was more for like spanakopita than a sausage roll yeah but (laughs) it was nice because Saw both my aunts, which was great. Aunt Jay. Aunt, yeah, Aunt Jay and Aunt Angel. And Aunt Jay actually gave us a brand new propane Ooh. tank. Because and we maybe we won't have time to get into all that propane uh, barbecue business today. Mm-hmm. But a propane tank is something we were in desperate need of. But okay. I want... Uh, well, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say. So the one thing that, you know, weather aside, or like, I guess, weather included, you know, now that it's... A, a bit nicer outside mm-hmm. um and we finally got the backyard yeah. in business it's nice to actually you know if we are stuck in the house for the most part right it's nice to have the backyard 
And it's nice yeah. to have like projects like the barbecue and like yeah. things like that to kind of take us out of like being on our screens all day. I would sure. say. And then also doing the driveway visits. Like, I'll probably go back to making those cookies. Who the fuck am I kidding? Oh, yeah. And we, we made my uh, my grand world famous chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. And they didn't turn out the greatest, but I think we know why. I think I did a little bit. But they tasted much, much. great the next day. They tasted great. They just looked kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Which is me. I taste uh, great, but look kind of funny. Sexy. Oh, good Lord. Uh, uh, but no, <laughs> I, I was going to ask you, so what are some of the... The things about the quarantine, uh, COVID-19 changes that you have liked. Like, for example, one thing that you and I obviously don't get to do when we're at work is have lunch together. Mm-hmm. And when we have lunch together at home, what do we watch? Jersey Shore. We watch Jersey Shore. So, Can you imagine a life? Can you imagine a COVID life without Jersey without, Shore? Um, I don't know. We'd be watching something else. But I feel like Jersey Shore is like, no matter what's going on in our life, good, bad, ugly... Jersey Shore kind of just makes us feel a bit better. Yeah. I'm wearing a free situation shirt. <laughs> this is now like this shirt's so comfortable. I wear it every single day. Yeah. Thanks, Garris. Yeah. But uh, that's one thing I've very much enjoyed is mm-hmm. watching Jersey Shore and having lunch with you. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to ask you is what's going to be the things that when you go back to normal life, you're going to miss about being at home? For example, mine is, I've mentioned this before, when I'm at work, I can't use the microwaves or the fridges, yeah. so I just have cold leftover lunch. Yeah. <laughs> but now that I'm home, I have warm lunches every day. Yeah, or you have like net new lunches. Like That's I, true. We make lunch together. That's true. So. <laughs> I don't I, know. What would be my thing? I mean, maybe it's the free coffees. Like yeah. you, you have, we make coffees here. And like good coffees. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that like, you know, hopefully, especially given like we're clearly in a recession now or going into one. Yeah. Um. The amount of money we saved on not commuting, yeah. me not taking Ubers, yeah. me not drinking coffees yeah, and getting treats. Me not treats having like hot chocolates or lunches out or this you or that. You haven't had Subway in a month. I haven't had Subway in a month. This is the longest I've ever gone without it. Wow. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's like I will miss doing the homemade coffees like whenever I want. Yeah. Um, also, just like I think, you know... And, like, obviously, like, I miss seeing other people in the day. Mm. But you and I sometimes don't talk <laughs> at all during no, the day. No, usually don't. We really don't. So it would be, like, at, like, 5 o'clock, we'd be like, hey, hey how's, how's the day? day? <laughs> <laughs> and so, I just hope that you're not calling me. Because yeah. <laughs> if you are, it could be a dress is on fire or a tooth is loose. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> so it'll be, like, a pandemic is happening. <laughs> um, Tom Hanks has coronavirus. Ooh. The NBA shut down. But I do think it's that. I think it'll be, like, chatting with you through the day, watching Jersey Shore in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and then the coffees, like, being able to make a coffee, like, taking that break is also nice. For sure. Um. So, yeah. Okay. Is there anything else Corona, COVID-wise you want to talk about or do you want to get into some other stories? Let's talk about some other stuff. So one story we never got to talk about in five episodes is mm-hmm. one of the birthday, one of the Christmas gifts I got you Yeah. was that we got to do a little thing called the gift of lights. <gasps> so that means you and I took a road trip to beautiful Kitchener, Ontario. Ooh. So do you want to tell everyone what the gift of lights is? Yeah, it's like basically my happiness, obviously. (laughs) Oh my God, we should tell them that you just took Fredericton down. Oh man, man. yeah, exactly. So how long did Fredericton, a.k.a. our Christmas tree, survive this year? He only went up December 1st. And then when did we take him down? April 1st. April April 2nd. April 2nd. But then you saw Facebook memories saying that he had survived to like April 12th, 11th before. I know. So I shortchanged you. You did. You shortchanged me at least 10 days. But I did have your permission to take him down. Yes. So, so it was a very anyway, sad day. anyway, but this gift called... <laughs> the gift of lights. Gift of lights. I double checked it because I'm like, yeah. is it the experience of lights? <laughs> yeah. Festival of lights? No, it's the gift of lights. The gift of lights is basically made for me and like... Like the Griswold family. Yeah. So we go to Kitchener and like you and I have never even been there. It's like the dead of winter. I think it's like a little after Boxing Day. Yeah, I think it was like the 27th or something. It's like a three week period from like whatever, like December 9th to like January, I think maybe like 5th or something. They do this every day. So there's this giant like acreage of like like property. Four kilometer stretch or something. Yeah. And then you like, there's all these different like 
installations, but mm-hmm. built with Christmas lights. Yeah, it's all Christmas themed. So it's awesome, though, because then you go through it and you put your radio station <laughs> to, like, Christmas music. And it's like, you can just drive through it. The only thing is, it's like, you're going, like, if you're like us, you want to go, like, five like kilometers yeah. an hour. But some fuckers behind yeah, you. Yeah, they're coming they're, like, real hot. They're coming in so hot. So they're, like, rushing you through it. And I'm like, no, go past us. <laughs> well, they can. Wanna, it's a little road. I know, but I don't want to rush through it. So you're like driving through it and there are all these like happy candy cane lights yeah. and all these things and i was just so happy you drive through like a tunnel full of just like a griswold set totally. up of lights it's awesome it's everything to me so then and have you ever heard of anything like this before no that's awesome no so that's why i was so happy it can also now it can be our yearly tradition where we go to kitchener ontario yeah i'll take my best friend there yeah and just drive through the gift of lights yeah that'd be good you could do that in a covid world <laughs> so, you could still do that in a COVID world, definitely. Um, but that was so much fun. And then remember the restaurant we went I, to? I wrote it down. Yeah, we <gasps> went for... I don't remember what the name was. Let but me see if I have it. <laughs> did you find the restaurant? What? Did you find the restaurant? Yeah, but I've clearly said the name three different ways. And I think the last one is the right one. I was like, Borealis. Borealis. And I was like, Aurora Borealis. Borealis. <laughs> right? It's Borealis Grill and Bar. Obsessively local. Ooh, um, is that their slogan? Yeah. But the weird thing is, remember it was like a broken down schoolhouse? Yeah. And it was oh, 100% yeah. haunted. Well, there was pictures of like kids from like the 1900s. Like, I am. You know. But it was a really good steak and the lady. She uh, was like very into us. Very into us. We were into her. Um, were we? <laughs> we swung afterwards. No, I don't no. know. <laughs> I just you remember, may have. I just remembered one other thing we had to talk about for COVID stuff. Mm. What is something you watched or got into that you wouldn't get into before? For example, because there's no live sports, yeah. one day it was Friday and we were just flicking through the channels and you're like, oh, wrestling's still on? Like, yeah. this is where full on pandemic, every sporting establishment shut down and they still had wrestling on. And so, but it was like weird because there was, it was like wrestling with commentators, but no crowd. No crowd. And no audio, like no music background no. or anything. And the so wrestlers like, were like acting as if there was like 100,000 people there. And then like the game, like Triple yeah, H, Triple was, H. Like, was the cameraman. Yeah. So it was so weird. And so when I was a kid, I would say from age probably like three up until maybe 15 or 16, I was, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with wrestling. Yeah. Bret Hart was my favorite. Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, The Rock, all those mm-hmm. guys. And then I just got out of it. Mm-hmm. But I've been obsessed with wrestling now to the point where it's like, because WrestleMania was coming up, I'm like, well, how the hell are they going to do this? They started on Sportsnet airing old WrestleManias. I'm like, this is unbelievable. I just saw Shane McMahon in a Hell in a Cell of Undertaker, and Shane McMahon's <laughs> jumping off the Hell in a Cell, busting his ass onto a table. And then I watched a 24-hour series with Kofi Kingston, 24 hours in the day of the life of Kofi Kingston, and it was on this this afternoon. You're like, what the hell is this? I'm like, that's Kofi Kingston. <laughs> All these things. So I've gotten into wrestling. Wasn't there something that you got into that? So my birthday happened. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sabotaging my birthday. No, story. I was I wasn't sab- sabotaging. <laughs> I gave you the gift of lights. <laughs> And I took just, it away with wrestling. There was no segue there. No, I know. I just didn't want to forget. I wrote down WW looks like an E or three. Okay. Anyways, was there any, before we get back into full detail of your birthday. No, that's it. I would like to say your birthday's lasted three podcast episodes. Has it? It has. <laughs> I like change. I like change so much I changed the story. Yeah. So how was your birthday? <laughs> Horrible. I didn't have my tooth for that birthday either. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You got back the day before. Yeah, but it could have been a challenge. Yeah, but you had your tooth. You see it like it was a fucking easy day. We did a whole podcast about oh, it. Oh, you're change. So then, yeah. So the Gift of Lights was amazing. The dinner at the restaurant was very good, too. Okay. But then I had another gift. Okay. What was that? The OCR. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I... <sighs> From who? <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. So another gift I got you was called Pursuit OCR. And just to recap. Stop shaking. Just to recap, for your Christmas gifts, I want to get you experiences. Hence, yeah. Gift of Lights and Pursuit OCR. So yeah. Pursuit OCR is... Basically like American Ninja Warrior meets American Gladiators. Meets, it, uh, what's that, Crossbow, CrossFit? CrossFit Gym. Yeah, exactly. Meets like adult playground mm-hmm. 
So I talked to some of the friends. I was like, oh, would you guys be interested in doing this? Because I want to surprise Val for her birthday mm-hmm. or Christmas. And I'm like, the good news is you don't have to make a set appointment. You just go and show up. So I'm like, we can all just figure out a Saturday or Sunday when we're free and just mm-hmm. go and do it together. So the weird thing is, it's like we we're obviously really busy at the beginning of January and like had yeah. some things in February. Yeah, I think? I think it was actually March 1st was the day yeah. we did it, but and like a week before everything went to shit. Yeah. So it was, it was a simpler time back then. Yeah, I know. Um, But I think the one thing to note is none of us are especially active. Well, I mean, none of us are like the rock. No, and like I'm Tesla just... is actually probably the most physically fit out of all of us. Yeah. And there were six of us who went. Mm-hmm. Um, And so the crazy cool thing is. Everyone was so game for this. Like we all mm-hmm. got there and we're like, yeah, let's we're do all in this. Our, like little workout yeah, outfits. Yeah, I don't everything. think I've ever seen, like worked out with any of these people. No, before. of course we, not. We've played sports, a little kind bit, of thing, which is fun, but like never like this. So then we get there and we're all like bullshit, like flexing and like yeah. stretching and everything. And then like you go into it and you're like, okay, this is intense. Yeah. <laughs> and so there are people there who have clearly like trained for days to be there and like. You can like can mm-hmm. pull their entire body weight up from their arms, like oh yeah, and do that thing where it's like you can lift like a, what is it like the chin bar to yeah. like the next the next like, level or height, next rung or whatever you want to call it. it. But it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. We brought the GoPro and we all filmed each other. And mm-hmm. again, we didn't take it super serious. We just had fun. We cheered everyone on and like I think we did it for like an hour and a half. Yeah, it was so much fun. There was just like wall climbs, ball pits, like a tricycle track like, that yeah. you went through. Uh, there was um, ring. What is it? It's like the rope ladder. The rope ladder, all this stuff. And I think we all just had fun. And we all excelled at different things. And mm-hmm. then, so if you go onto either my my Instagram, I'll you, post it on mine. Post it on yours, or go to the the Instagram for Live Six Hundred Five. You'll mm-hmm. see the actual video of us there. And it was just like a fun time where we all just like yeah, kick back, relax, and just well, maybe not relax, but it was just yeah. like a fun experience. Like again, when you think back to twenty twenty. You know, it's almost like you call me snitch, stitch, fuck. What was that? I was going to say Nostradamus, but there's an episode of Jersey Shore when the situation's like, call me Sitchadamus. Okay. So I fucked it up. But anyways, it's as as if I knew this year was going to go to shit. I wanted to have experiences so we could go back and, and, and remember them. And I also think it's sometimes it's fun to do something different. Like we were on the house party app today and like... Maddie and Becca didn't come with oh, us yeah. to that, but they were like, holy shit, that looks so cool. Like, we definitely would want to do that if we did it again. And, you know, you know, hopefully in a season near you where we can all be in a ball pit again together yeah. without worried about catching somebody's germs, we would do it again. Yeah, or even just an, uh, other things like that that I would love to do. Like, another thing you could do is mm-hmm. nerf archery. Cool. T- uh, archery tag. Yeah, and that sounds awesome. Yeah. So is like, that a thing? It is. Oh, yeah, let's go do that. Okay, so um, there's, like, different things like yeah. that because even... That's why we did like that party putt thing, or that's mm-hmm. why we do all those art installation places. It's like there's all these fun things for adults to do to like have fun, like you're a kid again. Um, but then it went even more fun. So yes. after that, then we went because we were gonna go to Sean and Tesla's house for a wine tasting. Yeah. Um, but first, Cam and I went to go get samosas <laughs> from the most intense like samosa Nazi I, place, <laughs> right? Where we got yelled at when yeah. we ordered them. But we got like Cam was like raving about these samosas, right? From like this like hole in the wall place up wherever the hell we were. It was like Northern Etobicoke or some, some shit, shit like that. Like that. But then yeah, we were like <laughs> he didn't know how to order them. I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. I tried to play the brown card, that didn't work. Can um, you not, please? Um, the day was sexy. Let's call it. A day. <laughs> so then anyway, so we got these samosas and like fucking like as if we've never been fed before. But it was literally like the four of us in our car, right? Like, yeah. Just like fat kids. Like fat kids after they work out. Literally <laughs> just like hoovering these samosas as if we've never been fed before. Yeah. And then we got to like Sean's house and he's like, oh, you guys went out for samosas. There's like five left. I <laughs> think we ate like eight of them. Um, but no, it was super cool. They did a wine tasting. So they yeah. had four white bottles and four <laughs> red. red. And there was only what six of us eight uh, of us eight of us so maybe? we by the end of the day we all drank one bottle of wine yeah i think but he did such a great job at doing like a grading system mm-hmm. and so it was funny because after you drink like all the whites at that point when we got into the reds yeah. i was like yo i don't know how to grade shit <laughs> i know and i'm like i don't drink red so it's all to me gonna be the same <laughs> so our comments were more things like mmm it tastes so red <laughs> <laughs> 
think the funny thing and like i would say this the same about our wedding too it was like i think he the the and it was funny we picked both the brands we picked or like the brand we picked was the white and the red that we liked but i don't think they wanted us to pick those ones yeah and so it would have i would have felt the same if somebody's like don't like if i was like doing gummy bear tasting and it was like the expensive Ooh, that sounds delicious yeah but it would have been the ones that i got from germany flown in for our wedding <laughs> and then it was like bulk barn and if right. you picked the bulk barn ones i've been like what do you mean you like the bulk but barn then that's ones. when i explain but remember i'll choose little caesars over like you know fuck you you love descendants now yeah i know but i'm just saying so, so that was a great day. So then do you want, it was such a fun day. Do so, you want to talk about oh, the shows? Uh, sure. I was going to, we can do the shows for sure. Yeah, let's do that. So what do you want to talk about first? Let's do the first one first. You? Yeah. Hello. You? you? <laughs> so we never talked about this, but over the Christmas break, other than the OC, we were also watching season two of the hit Netflix show, You, starring... Which- Penn Bagley's? Yeah. Yeah. The Penn Badgley. Badgley? Yeah. yeah. Which you said, but like, not even finish the season. You're like, this is already my favorite show of the year. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> season one, I liked a lot. Although we both agreed we hated Beck. Beck. But yeah. I liked Joe a lot because yeah. he was just like a campier version of like Dexter. Yeah. Where it's basically, it's a mix of, of Dexter and Fight Club and all this shit. Um, or is that another show? I'm th- no, that's Mr. Robot. Sorry. But this <laughs> is like Dexter where he does voiceover. And yeah, like, yeah. But it reminds me of Dexter, but he's just funnier. And I, I like season one a lot. And then we saw the season two trailer. I'm like, okay, well, obviously we're going to watch it. Mm-hmm. The thing about you, not you personally, yes. but the show you is that you just have to kind of go along for the ride. Yeah. Like it's an absurd show. Yeah. And the things that happen are crazy. But if you're just like down for the ride. Yeah. I think it was like by episode five, I was like. Oh, I love this. This is probably my favorite show of the year. And yeah. it t- we're like, I think it was like four days into the new year. I'm like, this is unbelievable. I yeah, love this show like right now. Like 100% I'd watch it again. But it's like one of those things where the second season was so much better. I think yeah. the characters, one, I guess they were all like West Coast characters. Yeah, which but I they, loved. Which we liked. But they were all just a bit more real in a different way. Like they weren't as like fucked up as Gwen. Yeah, but Beck, even. Yeah. Um, Peach. <laughs> Peaches? Yeah, peaches. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it wasn't like DOC peaches. Yeah, that was uh, Taylor's. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to do a My whole... <laughs> we're going to do a whole episode just on the OC coming up. Yeah. Uh, but, so, we, we talk a little bit more about it, but on the Fastbender scale, what do you give season two of you? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. <laughs> So I can't remember what I gave season one, but I'll give season two 9.5. Yeah, I think I'm, I'll be honest. I think I'm going to give it a 9.7. Wow. This was Penn Badgley. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's fucking amazing. He's, he's, he's like low-key hilarious, like how like Ron is hilarious. Exactly. Uh, although I don't know if I like him in real life. I feel like he's oh my super God, pretentious. I totally would love him in real life. Why do you think his person? Do you think he's a cool guy, or do you think he's a dick in real life? No, I think he's a cool guy who is a dick in real life. <laughs> <laughs> sexy, obviously. Uh, I very he's sexy like the first day of COVID was sexy. <laughs> <laughs> the chick who played Love, I hated her name. Yeah, but I liked her as a character. But then we also yes. realized the brother was yes. probably the best part of that one. He was, and I remember the first episode. I'm like, oh, this guy's. I hate this character. Like, uh, what's his name again? It was uh, like forty. Forty, because their parents were obsessed with tennis. That's that's right. That's why forty loves. Yeah. So yeah, he became like this really strong character, mm-hmm. and he was absurd as well. But it's like it worked. It worked, and he became more believable. I liked. The, I like this new little girl over Paco or whatever the, the little kid's name in season one was. Yeah, but then even like, um, yeah, Gremlin, they used to call him on Vulture or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, they always were like, Ugh. or like this, the hallway urchin yeah. kind of thing. Um, no, I love like even the girl who was like, um, what the hell is it? Uh, Delilah? Delilah. Oh, yeah, the, who came right. back, the, yeah. his first love interest. I thought it was like, no, no, no. Delilah was the, the Delilah? De- Delilah was the one who had the young oh, sister. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The neighbor, right? The yeah, neighbor, yeah. and then sure. the girl who came back. Yeah, well, I, yeah. What was her name? Candace. Candace. Yeah, it was just fun. Even Chris D'Elia, the the comedian, mm-hmm. was really good. It was just like a fun ride because the, oh, this is what I liked about it. My thing was I'm like, okay, I bet you season two he he sees a new girl stalked her. It's the same storyline as season mm-hmm. one. 
it was a completely different storyline. Totally. It wasn't like they remade the first season. Like no. it was completely different. All these different twists and turns. And so I appreciated that they didn't recreate season one. Yeah. How did season well actually we're not gonna give it away. No, just go like, watch it. No go spoilers watch it. For this People one. need shows to watch over this create chaos. And just go with it. Like it's not the most believable show. All these things happen, but it's, it's hilarious. Awesome. It's fun. It's entertaining yeah. and it's current. It's current. Totally. Yeah. So, anything else you want to talk about? You? Nope. And I also love the way he says, hello, you. you. Yeah. His, del- his monologues are epic. Because <laughs> he was on an episode of Jesus and Meryl and did the same yeah. thing. <laughs> so, should we get into the biggest show on Ooh. out there right now that everyone's watched and talked about? Yeah. <laughs> so, we are going to now talk about a little Netflix documentary called... Tiger King, King. Murder, wow. Mayhem, and Madness. <laughs> so... I think we both independently heard about this show because I kept seeing it on BuzzFeed. Yeah, and I saw, I think I was on, I was on Twitter. I was getting a lot of steam. Um. So, okay, on the fast bender scale, what do you give it? Yo, yo, yo. How many micro fast benders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. Seems a bit tougher. I think oh, maybe an eight point... 8.55 round up to 8.6. Okay, what I'll give it you? the same. So yeah. basically, for if you're living under a rock, yeah. um, especially <laughs> in a COVID yeah. scenario, um, Tiger King is about a rivalry between a big cat-eccentric people across the yeah. United States um, because they basically all own exotic tigers and yeah. lions and things. Um, oh, my. And then they're against, <clears throat> like, the rescue people. Yeah. People who, like, um, PETA and different people like that who try and protect the cats. Yeah. Um, so, this show's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, it's it's just... It stars a character <laughs> named Joe Exotic. Exotic. Joe Exotic is the, the star of it, right? Yeah, so Joe, Exo- Joe Exotic is, like... Exactly like, what he's, what you think what a Joe Exotic is. But he's not, though. Like, I think no. this is the crazy thing about this person is that he's kind of, like, almost like all these different parts of chaos put together. Right. He's, like, a tiger-breeding polygamist. Country singer. Country singer. Yeah. Ran for president. Yeah. Right? Ran, like, yeah. a governor or governor, something. Governor, no, and president. And president um, in 2016, 20, I guess, yeah. Right? Um, so, it's it just crazy to me. And so then, like, every episode, and I think it's a bit different than Making a Murder. Um, yeah. Whereas it's like, you're kind of just watching this person's life unravel. And then there's also so many colorful cast of characters that you have, like, his right-hand man, I forget, is it Gary who has the missing legs? Yeah. And he's just like, oh, you know, I fell from a zip line, crushed my legs, and just... But he's like, I got these cool new, you know, uh, st- not sticks, but I got these new, cool new <laughs> legs with, like, paintings on them. And then there's yeah. a, another lady, not Ish, what was her name, who had her arm... Saf. Saf. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, I love animals. But it's not a lady. She, he came out and said it's like everybody's like i think it's like i'm a female but i'm not okay i missed that part because there's so much going on but not uh, in the show like after oh after okay well this person had their arm bitten off by a tiger at the zoo but they're like you know what i'm coming right back to work because that's how much i love these animals but the thing is about this guy joe is he brings in all these people and pays them and gives them a job it's like the band of you know misfit toys are all coming here to work with them. But the weird thing is, though, they're not getting paid well. Well, they're not getting paid well, and he's making videos where he wants to like kill this Carol Baskins, so, who's another crazy character. Another crazy character who allegedly killed her husband, do her you think first she, husband. Do you think she killed her husband? I don't know. She sounds like a crazy fucker. I know. I, I fed him to the tigers. Yeah. And, so, you, and you, sorry, you think she's just really great animal lover, but it's like, well, she's got her own zoo. And, and got these things in captivity as well. And so I think the other side of it is it's like, you know, you just it, it's crazy. They had like oh. a stat at the end of the series that it's like, you know, tigers like, you know, are on the extinction list and yeah. there's only like X amount in the world. Let's say it's like a thousand left yeah. roaming in not in captivity. And then they're like in the U.S. alone, in these animal parks, there's about 80,000. Right. So it's kind of like, what the shit is going on? Um, but no, this series was like, 
one of those i think similar to you it's one of those really good shows to watch when you're stuck in a pandemic because you're like whoa this is kind of fucked up yeah and then but it's a good escapism yeah so there's a new premiere of an episode today yeah so i don't know if i want to watch it tonight or save it for another day or let's watch it tomorrow let's watch it tomorrow so everyone's already watched tiger king Mm -hmm. the only thing why i give it maybe some less points on the fast brender scale is like most documentaries you probably could have lost one episode and kind of condensed things maybe Mm -hmm. even the best episode was the travis one Travis, that one was yeah. crazy. And then that guy, oh my, there's so many things. The guy who's like his uh, campaign manager, yeah. sees his husband blow his brains out in front of him. And he's like, oh, you know, the worst part I've ever seen was when they put Joe in jail or something. Yeah, like, I was what like, about the guy who shot himself in front of you? <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it's just, it's so crazy. It's so disproportionate. Like, I can't, yeah. yeah. But you know who my favorite character was? I don't remember who he was. Mm. And I think he only had one line, but there was an episode, like episode two or three, this guy was driving a motorcycle with a long gray beard. Oh, yeah. And it was like flapping in the wind. I'm like, I don't even remember what his part in the show was. No, I remember that scene. I'm like, that guy was my favorite. This show is so crazy. And I think this is what proves it's like, you know, when the, you just don't know what's around the corner in middle America, Oklahoma. Totally. Right? So is there anything else you want to talk about for Tiger King? No. Okay, so let's just do a quick recap of heading to Ottawa, then we'll just land this ship. So I think it was right before... It was family day weekend. So that was before... February 18th. Okay, so it was like a few weeks... (laughs) My brain doesn't go to shit during COVID. Exactly. (laughs) So we decided uh, we wanted to go to Ottawa during the family day weekend to go see my family and see our nephew and our brand new nephew... Uh, Easton. Yeah. And so we were very excited to go up there and we drove up and we made another great uh, music playlist, which is Ottawa. Ottawa Trippin'. Ottawa Trippin'. And so drove up there. Everything was fine. I don't think there was any issues. I think we just had like a pretty easy peasy drive up, mm-hmm. good weather and everything. And it was a lot of fun to go see my family and to go finally meet little Easton. He's just this little three-month-old chubber and yeah. just uh, makes super funny faces. Yeah, but I got to play with Maddox. I got to play Monsters. You got to play. And what is Monsters? Monsters. <laughs> How you play Monsters is you just go, ah, <laughs> and chase each other oh, around. And you definitely riled that kid up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and anyone, we haven't even mentioned it, but... The voice off the top of the podcast this season, the thanks for listening to the podcast, Shadi. That's mm. Maddox. Oh. We got him to record that in Ottawa. So we have him as a guest speaker this season. And so we had a lot of fun uh, seeing everyone, getting some good home-cooked meals, showing some... I think we showed them we showed them some video. The moving video. But one of the other things was, oh, we had already done it. We had gone to a store and bought a new bed frame. Oh, my God. That was that How week before, that... right? No. Oh, we bought the, the bed, bed frame. frame. So one of the things that... So, like, how do I say this? We are in this new house, and... You a lot know, of space. There's a lot of space, but also... Uh, so it's a three-bedroom, which is great, and one bedroom is obviously the office, um, slash music room, and then the other one right. is kind of just, like, a spare bedroom. And so one of the things we realized and we're thinking and talking about is like potentially getting a new mattress but then (laughs) how old's the current mattress we had at least 20 years old because it was it yours all along no it was my eldest brother carl's in my parents house that my mom bought us a mattress pad when i took that to my like first apartment well you know what's interesting is when we moved in together we had one bed yeah two mattresses yeah my mattress was brand new no it wasn't where is this coming from? No, it wasn't. Wasn't brand new? I don't think so. Your mattress was like mushy. Yeah, I'm not saying I didn't break it in weirdly, but and your pillows were mush. Well, which I is like... weird now when I think about the pillow you sleep yeah, on I have now. A rock hard pillow. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, yeah, I don't know what we did with your mattress. To be honest, toss that shit to the side. Oh, weird. Let someone else deal with it. Good lord. <laughs> um. So anyway, don't you remember we had Dan at like midnight in your oh, old yeah. house? <laughs> Just like took it to the streets. Yeah, that's so Gave funny. it to a better house. Um. So anyway, so I was like shopping with Miranda one day uh, after work mm-hmm. and we went to Urban Barn yeah. and she showed me her bed set that she picked out for her new place. And I was like, oh, this one's so nice. It has like this nice headboard. I'm like, it's pretty big. It's not a king size bed. Right. But I'm like, oh, it's a queen size. Yeah. And so then I came back and started talking to you and I'm like, oh, I think we should get a new bed frame too. Right. Because then it's like, you know, we're a new bed or a new house. You know, why not get something cool? 
And then we also realize, I think you and I have been sleeping on a double. We've known for a while. It's a, I knew it. I thought it was, you and I thought it was a queen. No, I've it's known like a it's twin not a, or something. I knew for a long time it wasn't a queen. So we have the same size bed as our three-year-old nephew, <laughs> seven-year-old nephew, five-year-old niece. Yes. Right? And, you know. She we, might even have a bigger bed than she, us. <laughs> 100% good. And then we're talking to our other friends, like Maddie and Bryson are like, oh, we have a king size king bed. Size, yeah. And then like Ferris and Tesla and everyone is saying like they have queens. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? I don't so, know. So the weird thing was we ended up on a whim, not really on a whim, but right. kind of scouting out this bed frame. Mm-hmm. We pulled the trigger and bought it. Yep. For some weird reason, you thought it was like $400. Because the only tag I saw was on the nightstand, which said 400 <laughs> To my surprise, when we went back and said, no. <laughs> quadruple that price so then i was like okay we're obviously taking it and so then we bought that then the people came to deliver and set it up and then i was like fuck we now need a, a mattress so then we had to move out of our bedroom down to the spare bedroom totally because we moved that current bed downstairs yeah. so it was a little bit weird sleeping in the other room then uh, when, but yeah. then when we went to ottawa like a week later yeah. after sleeping in the second like in the spare bedroom and, like, we took your mom out for lunch, which was really nice. Yeah. But then near your parents' house, there's, like, the complex. And we were driving back. And then I saw one of those, like, sleep, sleep countries. countries. And Sean was saying, like, you know, just go in there. And, you know, it takes a while to find it. I was like, what do you mean it takes a while yeah. to find a mattress? And then, you know, he was just saying, like, you know, go and, like, test them out. I'm like, ew. Like, definitely now we would never. <laughs> yeah, um, well, now, no. But then we walk in. And, Yo. We, we bought a mattress. Bought a mattress. And at the time, I don't know, maybe we still did. We had a pretty good sales guy. Like, he was on top of his game. It yeah. Was one of those things, you walk in, and it is overwhelming. There's, like, what, maybe 100 beds in there? Yeah. And the guy t- this guy comes in very nice, very polite. Matt. Matt well, there you go. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, I'm going to ask you a few questions. And based off those questions, I'm going to narrow it down from, like, 120 beds to 20 beds. Mm-hmm. And so he's like... Tell me a bit about what you want, this, this, and that. He's like, okay, I need you to lie down on three mattresses. Mm-hmm. And he's and so he's like, we did that. And he's like, okay, which one do you like the best? We're like, this one. So he's like, okay, from now this, you know, whatever, 50 mattresses, I now got you down to eight mattresses. Mm-hmm. And he kept playing this thing where we just would try these different ones and would narrow it, narrow yeah. it down. So he was like super knowledgeable. I think the one awkward thing was, was like, obviously John and I were lying on this bed with your mother staring Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was a little weird. It was a little weird. But then also like, I think you and I are good because... We, we kind of make decisions really quickly. It's like gut reaction. So like, you know, is is it like firm? Do we like coil? Like yeah. he asked if like either of us sweat or like our hot like, sleepers. Like hell yeah, I sweat. Um, and so it's like, do you want something that cools you? It's like, do you want to feel the other person moving? Like right. all those things. And so you and I were really quick to answer the questions without really consulting each other. So I think at the end of like, 40 minutes. Yeah, we were there a while. We were there a while. And they're really smart about their branding. Like, all their stuff was on the ceiling. Yeah, it was pretty smart. After 45 minutes, we literally were like, should we do this? Should we just pull the trigger? We're in Ottawa. Would they deliver it to Toronto? The answer is yes. Yes, for free. For free, which was great. We asked when we're going to get it. That was a little bit of a kerfuffle. Yeah, they were supposed to be... Well, he kind of... He typed in our email wrong, and then he was supposed to change it because I never got an email confirmation. And then we tried driving back to get in contact, and there was, like, no answer. Yeah, so I was like, fuck you, Matt. Yeah. So anyway, so we bought the mattress, um, which we felt really good about. It was actually the first mattress we sat on was the one we ended up buying. There you go. Here's the thing. Go with your gut, guys. Um, and so, yeah, to John's point, though, he kind of ghosted us after. And I got <laughs> a little so bit. fucking irritated. I reamed out customer service yeah. uh, one evening. So I'm like, we haven't heard from these people. Like, this is pre-COVID, too. Yeah, I'm like, one of us has to be home for you to deliver it. Yep. And I'm fucking home. So, like, you know, where is this shit? I have shit to do. Um, and so... <laughs> Yeah, so we finally, in essence, they came exactly when they they did, did, but they didn't give us any indication ahead of that. So if we weren't home, it would have been a shit show. So the mattress came, though, and now I will say the mattress was really hard when we first got it. But don't you remember what Matt said? He's like, you're going to lie down, and it's not going to feel like it feels now. He's like, you got to give it like two, three weeks to break it in. Fuck that. So he's like, don't call me back in two weeks. Be like, it's... 
you know, this this thing's hard. It's like, he's like, I told you, it's going to take some time to break it in. So I jumped all over that bed. And then the second thing that irked me was that the mattress didn't fit snuggly into the bed frame. So then we had to like, Miranda did like reconnaissance back at Urban Barn. And she actually noticed that that's how it's supposed to be. So you could tuck the blanket in. For sure. Um, But no, it's... you know what as a new bed it's way higher it's comfortable you know it's i do think to all you listeners out there there i guess there's a rule about buying a new mattress or flipping it every 10 years you know if it's the thing you use every day treat yourself um do you feel okay with our purchase that wasn't 400 dollars anymore yeah i mean i guess so sure Oh boy. oh boy! Yes, so yes, yes, yes. We yes, got a new I duvet do. cover, right? Like all these things. So it definitely feels nice to go to sleep. Definitely. Um. Now we just realize also though that the middle isn't broken in because there's like <laughs> so much room. A, there's so much room, so much so that I can't find John in the middle of the night. So I, I don't even think we would survive in a king. No, that that'd be too big for us. It'd be too big. Yeah. So. Well, I think we've done it. I think we've landed this ship. Um. So I think. Do you really land a ship? No, you mm-hmm. land a plane, though. Yes. <laughs> My brain is mush. I'll make dinner. So I think this week, I mean, there's a bunch of songs we could have for Band of the Week. There's been a couple new Gorilla songs I love. Our cows have put out a, a great new tune. Mm-hmm. But again, what's the one sh- constant in our life? Jersey Shore. And we've rewatched this show like a million times But we now. still don't remember plot lines. That's true. I don't. We just, Sammy just left season three because she got into a huge fight with Ron. I'm like... Yeah. Why do they get back together this time? <laughs> and then is Arvin. Is Arvin coming? I have no idea. You'll never find someone like me. me. <laughs> you embarrassed me. me. <laughs> right. Stop it, you psycho. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to find someone like, like me. me. <laughs> <laughs> She's so jazzy. She is. Uh, so, but there was this one episode a few episodes ago, and I don't remember what the montage was. Was it just them going out? No, it was Ryder and Dina. That's what it was. On the boardwalk. Come on. So this song... (laughs) Know your roots. (laughs) This song comes on that we've heard a million times. And every time it comes on, I always just like it. But it's a ridiculous song. And yeah, it's Snooki and Wow are at Wow's house because Tom broke up with her and stole a bunch of her shit. Yeah. So they have to change the locks. But Ryder's coming down for her birthday. Who's Snooki's best friend. And Snooki's not there. So Dina, because she's like blasting a glass, is like... (laughs) You want to go to the boardwalk with me and go have some fun? <laughs> so the montage is set to this song called What Girls Like About Boys yeah. by the band Clooney. Yeah. And after that song was done, I'm like, I think we tried to Shazam it. We couldn't find it. I'm like, is this a real song or is this yeah. like whatever? Find the song. And now I've kind of become obsessed with it. <laughs> it's such like, especially during COVID-19, it's just a fun, yeah, bouncy Yeah, you got to listen to like positive shit. So I think it's only fair that we make it the band of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I somehow just got an email from Spatty Daddy. Yeah. This is really weird. I just, I lost my email. Anyways, uh, the song is called What Girls Like About Boys by Clooney from the album Girl Pop 2. <laughs> and this is the ninth most popular song by Clooney. Really? Not even the most popular. I counted on iTunes. Ninth most popular song. So... Why don't we get into this? This is what girls like about boys by the band Clooney. <laughs> so all the way again, contact with our asses, facebook.com slash live605 or instagram.com slash live605. And then you can follow your boy Young Yoda on Instagram. I'm at Malencamp for a bunch of cool shit. That's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram, Twitter, House Party, and TikTok. There you go. So until next time. That's probably called Brandon. Until next time, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. B. E. Time for pasta. Hi, Val.
John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Thank you for listening to the podcast, Shorty.